This week in Scatterbrain, we talk about MMOs and stuff. Okay, then who's gonna go first? Then no, you go first. You you. Oh shoot! What do you want to talk about? Because if it's if it's a good one, then we're just gonna go with it. Well, hold on, I have to read these again. You know what? I recently just uh, resubscribed to FF14. Oh, so yeah, buddy. yeah, let's talk about MMOs. I like it. So you just okay. talked about um your freaking lineage two plan <laughs> so can i just say before we even get into it this is a dirty secret of mine <laughs> like lineage lineage to revolution is like it's it to me it's like it feels it's not like an mmo to me but i'm really into it well okay I but i don't know why how is it so first when when i saw ads for this game on yeah. facebook i think and yeah. i was just like oh You're mmo like, on the phone game? like mobile it, it looked like some korean mmo or whatever but yeah yeah then everybody Twitch was playing it up. yeah because um netmarble is the developer and they are uh from what i can tell i don't know anything about them but from what like the world chat in the game and the subreddit talk about um they're like inherently bad for like the cash grab in game shop stuff <laughs> but clearly they nailed their marketing campaign man like i didn't even know about it like you said i saw some facebook ads but then like all it was was this game for twitch um they had a live event 50 versus 50 in person thing hosted by conan o'brien in day nine. Oh gosh what like, a combo <laughs> you know, like i when and then i'm like I literally only watched it because I was like, okay, day nine, cool. I'm into it. Yeah. Conan O'Brien, weird pick. He does like that um that gaming series, Clueless Gamer. Yeah, the awkward channel. playing yeah. games. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? It's um, pretty good. And, right. But then I was like, I watched it and I, I watched a bit of it and I was just and I think uh Magikarp used to fly was there as well with Dyrus. Like there was a bunch of bunch of bunch of people in it that I like I watch on YouTube and stuff, and I was like I could get into this, I guess. Like, these are people. I'll watch it. Didn't know anything about it. Now I've been, like, logging on every day for, like, two months. Trying it, to get them logon rewards, man. It's just, like, if if you would have told me that there was a phone-based MMO that yeah. you were playing and that you were actively engaged in a guild with, I I wouldn't have believed you. I, I still have a hard time believing you, but Anthony. I believe you. Like, it's, it's crazy it's that. is it i've down i've downloaded an android emulator called bluestacks on my computer so i can <laughs> oh, afk farm yeah. while i sleep oh my gosh <laughs> like it's 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 at the point like I've, i haven't put a dollar into it um that's good. i just can't i just can't bring myself to it like the whale potential is so big on it um yeah but like it's got 
like the social aspect is interesting um clans are like they're a big dynamic in it in this game like there's like sieges and stuff like that which are really boring because uh first things first there's like an auto mechanic which like you get to set a parameter of like how far your character will auto target and then you get to turn what abilities are auto castable on mm -hmm. and you hit this button and your character just plays itself yeah, so I, because I, I played a little bit of it, and I thought the yeah. auto mechanic was interesting, but I didn't even realize that uh, it was configurable. I didn't realize yeah. that you could set parameters and stuff like that. Yeah, like Gosh, when I crazy. when I farm at night, I put like distance to max, so my character just is always attacking things. If I'm in like a hard dungeon with clan members, I put it on like basically melee. I'm playing a silver ranger, so like an archer, um, and I put it on melee so that like my other clan members pull the mobs to me and I shoot them, but I will over pull. Mm -hmm. um, like it's, it's those little like nuanced things that like, I really like, it's like a, it's like one of like the clicker games. You know what I'm talking about? Like the ones where like you like click 10 cookies and then you have like a bakery and like you're, it's just like a currency going up. One of those right, right, things. right. Like I'm not, I'm passively playing it. I'm not even really playing it, but like there's still something about it where like, I'm passively playing it to get points that when I do play it, I can reroll stats on my gear and stuff. And like, I well, don't know, man. I can understand kind of like configuring AI is kind of fun. Yeah. Like I remember doing um, like gambits in FF12 was a lot of fun. Dragon Age Origins, mm -hmm. that was a lot of fun. So I could see that being fun. Yeah. And and honestly, it's just I on, to go back to the question about like MMOs, like why do I always want to play one? It's like the note I wrote down. Mm -hmm. it's it's like i've been trying to think about it of why like battle of Azeroth, i watched that trailer and it was it was like my bank account already lost 80 bucks <laughs> do you know what i mean yeah like instantly pre-ordered like, i'm sure like claire gets it too i showed her the trailer and she's like hell yeah we're in like it's not <laughs> we're in yep and then that's 30 bucks a month and like, yeah on top of 160 yeah so but it's like it's there's something about them that like i just i love it i love the the seeing other people in the game the, the the mild social interaction as well as like the friendships you make like i mean like you and i wouldn't be friends without wow you know what i mean right like, right right, that's, right. Like, that's crazy is like it's it's a game that i didn't even really know about till like wow came out like i played the first lineage a bit i think that was like interspersed with wow i'd have to like pull up the days they were published but wow killed it for me and it just it has its hooks so deep you know and I think it's just like playing with people and the friendships you make and like you don't even have to do anything. You can just like sit in Orgrimmar and just like talk with people and you're like, fuck yeah, I'm playing a game with my friends. Yeah, it's just you know I mean? so much fun because you're just in this world. You're, you're just a small fish in this giant world and there's so many people just like hanging out in it. Like like you said, yeah. just hanging out in or Orgrimmar, just like checking out everybody's just cool mounts, jumping, all their jumping gears. Jumping off mailboxes yeah. and stuff. Like, just like goofy, <laughs> doing backflips on your flying mounts into a big orb with each other. Like, stupid, <laughs> stupid things. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but it's just cool. It's, yeah, it's cool to be a part of a part of something with a whole bunch of other people. I will never forget, like, the first uh, Molten Core raid I did. 40 people, all on Ventrilo, that that whole experience i think that's what did it for me was like that first boss kill you get with all those people and just the eruption of noise in you know what i mean like you got your headphones <laughs> on you're pushing on the first you're pushing on like uh who was the first boss in molten core was it lucifer i don't know i didn't do mc 
I can't even, I feel so bad. I can't remember. Maybe my brain is finally letting some of this stuff go. Like I can still tell you some <laughs> yeah. quests. That's how much it's in there. Um, but like once you kill that boss and you're, and you're just like, and everyone is just like erupting and screaming and cheering for each other. And it's just like that hype. And you're just like, hell, like it's like a fan. Like you just did it. 40 yeah. people just did something. And you're like, well, this is my life now. Gosh, I can't believe they used to have 40 man raids. It went to 25 after B when they did BC, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, no, Burning Crusade was still 40. Because I remember it? doing, um, I remember doing like Mag Mag's Lair with 40, Tempest Keep with 40. Was SC 25? I could have sworn there's no, a 25. 40, man. Was it really? Holy yeah. crap. Yeah. Because I did Karazhan, did Gruul's Lair, I think did was, SC. I think it was Cataclysm? No, it can't be Cataclysm. Doesn't matter. I'm not going to dig into yeah. that far. We're not that granular in this. <laughs> um, yeah, like it was, it was crazy doing that, and like, I don't know, man. I think it's also, I think it's like the scale of the world. You know what I mean? You, I mean, the narrative is always like you are the hero. You know what I mean? Like, right? You, you have the garrison. You're training people. Like, you are the hero. But like you can never do anything on your own. Let's be real. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you, you can't kill the main boss on your own. You need a team of organized people with months of practice to do it. Right. Um, and I think it's just interesting in comparison to like, I think about like the Witcher series as an example, just because we've been talking about it a lot at work. You're playing Geralt and you are the guy. You know what I mean? And not to say that like, Witcher is like one of my favorite games. Like I think people say it's like one of the best games of all time, Witcher 3, but like there's something about MMOs where you're playing this like hardcore character with millions of other hardcore, you know what I mean? Like there's something about it that I really, really like. I, I think that just the things that you have to do in the game, like in Final Fantasy 14, right now the big thing, because they just dropped a big patch, the big thing is the new eight man raids that just came out. And it's based off of Final Fantasy 6 which is super yeah. cool. But um, it's just the difficulty that these mm -hmm. things present. Like, it's it's crazy, especially in FF14. There's no mods, no Add deadly ons. boss mods or <laughs> yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah. Just being like, don't stand in the fire, go to this point in the, you know, the arena, whatever, do this mechanic. Some of these fights, they're lasting, you know, 10, 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. And there's like super tight dps windows and it's really hard in the healers and the tanks have to be swapping aggro every so often or they'll just die from debuffs and stuff like that there's so much stuff to juggle i just i feel like you don't really get that in any other type of game like, like uh you mean final fantasy or mmos well just like in mmos they present this type of challenge that you really i don't think you find in other types of games yeah you're right, I, and I think it's because they have the ability to leverage a mechanic of multiple people, like tank swaps. You know what I mean? Like, right. You have like the armor debuffs where you have yeah, yeah. to do a swap. Like you have to have some type of just like voice or text to say like, "I need you to taunt this." You're right. You, you how do you do that in a in a single player game? Yeah, or even right. you know, because we've like been playing. Game, yeah, because like, we've been playing Destiny too, at least yeah. up until the expansion came out. But um, yeah. even that game doesn't really have that so much. You know, mm. it's just 
kind of kill the ads it's, and shoot yeah, the and dude like in the weak random point. boss targeting like there's it, did, it never felt like there was threat right like the concept of like aggro threat you know what i mean there was never it was literally just like you kind of shoot and then the boss picked one of the people that was hitting it and was like yeah. all right i'm gonna shoot you now and that person hit and then the, and the other person did stuff like there's just something to be said about having to coexist with 25 other people to accomplish a goal which is really interesting. Mm -hmm. Do you think you would actually go back to WoW? Yeah. Yeah. The, oh, 100. Like, so WoW has followed me through my life. Like, it's hard for me to remember a time when I didn't play WoW. Like, not counting right now, like in between expansions, like when I stopped playing and whatnot, but like high school, like I remember playing in the open beta with Claire and that's uh, crazy like, and like her boyfriend at the time which which wasn't me and um <laughs> playing in the open beta and literally this is gonna sound like it's this is the craziest thing is like open beta ended and we literally looked at each other and they're like all right claire wants to play a night elf so we're gonna go alliance and mike was like all right i guess i'm gonna play a night elf and i looked at him like i can't do that no. <laughs> and they were like what i was like i'm gonna be playing an undead priest like sorry really and, yeah and so like we played on magtheridon like my best friends my now wife was the opposite faction that that's crazy like i mind controlled and threw her off cliff <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> oh my gosh like like that's that's how far back this goes so like new wow expansion comes out honestly the game has changed so much so back then i it had has. time and the game was so hardcore talent trees were hardcore gear yeah. grinds all of that stuff was like hard it was it was not an easy game weapon skills oh man you know what i mean yeah, yeah. it's like oh sweet i got an axe i gotta go punch boars for an yep. hour <laughs> i'm an idiot with it like, <laughs> i have to do that the game has come with me through my whole life, but also changed to accommodate me. Because as much as I hate to say it, I'm a I'm a filthy casual now. And like I <laughs> compared to like, what you were, yeah. Yeah, I I was like main tanking raids in my guild uh, on my druid, and it killed me in this most recent expansion, not being able to commit to that. Like I've got a kid, like you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Um, the, but the game is so accommodating for that now. You know what I mean? Like talents are easier dungeons. There's raid finder. There's like different tiers to the same content. So like I'm seeing the same dungeons that my friends are seeing, but they're crushing it at a higher level. But like, that doesn't mean I don't get to experience it and talk to them about it. And I think that that's just such a cool progression, regardless. Like if I, if I was still the same me five, six, 10 years ago, Jesus, over 10 years ago, the game's been out. <laughs> dating um, yourself like, yeah you know what i mean like i if i was still back then i would be mad at the game now and i think that's what a lot of people will talk about is like the game's too easy they want it to be hard they want that back well that's and why I, everybody is applauding like, you know vanilla coming vanilla, back right? out again yeah um, i i don't know man i don't know if i could do it no i won't i, I will i think really oh <laughs> yeah, man so. well you see i i actually never played vanilla i well yeah. that's technically not true i came in just before bc came out i think warlocks they gave like the uh the new talent you trees were also on meg third i was right? yeah i was on Mag like that's Board, the crazy yeah. thing is like we didn't start talking until 
Raph is when I met Steve, right? I I don't know. I played because my friends in Drumline played, and it was mostly Bill, which was Steve's brother. Yeah. And I guess that's how you. Yeah, because yeah. I raided with Steve. Okay. So yeah, he was in he was in res with me, and and we raided together, and we were both trolls, so we got along. <laughs> um, and then like we started like, filtering out into other games like Dota and Minecraft and stuff, and that's when that happened, like through Bill and you and Grant and Dylan and whatnot. Yeah. But yeah, so like you like it's just one of those games you know what i mean like they're gonna put a new content and they're like hey do you want to try out this new stuff it's gonna be like the same price as always and i just go hell yeah like you know <laughs> what i mean like there's not like i watched the battle for Azeroth trailer and it was just insane. it looks I don't even, really like, cool i was, in. I was just a hundred percent in it's everything i miss about the yeah, everybody I've shown the trailer to, they've been like, yeah, yeah, I want to play. I'm excited for this. Uh, I've been showing it to people at work, and they haven't played, you know, since, you know, a few expansions back. And they're like, oh, man. Yeah, you know why? Because I feel like it's bringing it back to its roots. The whole, like, it's real alliance versus horde. Right, you know the what faction I mean? like, war again, yeah. And, like, that's what I miss. Like, I miss BC, Warsong Gulch, just going hard factions fighting like it was so good back then and not that it isn't it wasn't good in the last like five expansions like i've had a great time in it it's just there's something that's bringing you back it's pulling on your heartstrings the reason why you played 10 years ago they're like hey remember that thing that you loved we're bringing it back we're really focusing on it and you're just like i want to kill some night elves let's yeah like who doesn't love just hopping into a battleground just shouting you know freaking for the horde and just yeah going at it i'm not even gonna try and do it but no (laughs) (laughs) no but i know what you mean like it was just like oh man there's just something about them and like i even like i went off on some other mmos like i played arcage twice got too hooked on it too too hooked on that game more than i was wow and it wasn't because the story was good because i don't even remember it i skipped through it all like i i literally just like wanted to do the gear grind i think and that's why i'm so into lineage it's that same like krpg kmmo type thing you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. there's that like gambling aspect and i'm not a gambling person at all that concept of like leveling up gear and you have a chance to lose it and downgrade and like that kind of stuff where I'm just like, Oh, give me more of that. That's, that's just terrifying to me. I, I've never experienced it, so I can't, I don't really want to say that I would hate it, but just listening about how that works, that, that just sounds yeah, like terrible when were, to me. When I was playing Archage, you could get your gear up to divine. So there was like six tiers six or five tiers and and when someone finally gets to episode zero of this podcast they're gonna be like that motherfucker got it wrong (laughs) like let's say let's say six tiers of your gear like basic like like up to legendary let's say in like wow right yeah but you can get up to divine there's like unique divine epic and like legendary and stuff just like levels it's just like a number but at unique you could still downgrade but when you got to divine you would no longer downgrade your weapon would be destroyed so like you put in all of this time and money theoretically into this weapon and if you went from unique to divine and you re-rolled it and it failed it's just gone 
that that's like, like that's like uninstall levels yeah. of rage right there that's crazy yeah. and so you'd have to like the way it rolled was like you'd have to get up to unique which by the way was like a 30 percent chance from the grade below it and if you failed that reroll, it went down to the grade below the one you were on. So like to get a unique item was hard. And then it was still like a 25% chance to go up. So you'd have to get like a lucky scroll, which had a chance to double upgrade so that your weapon wouldn't break, but you had a chance to get that epic weapon. And like that shit was like selling, I think on like the backwards sites, you know, like the sites where you could like you list items for like real money. Right. For right, like right. hundreds. It was crazy. But like, I was into it. So this is painful to listen to. <laughs> I was so into it. There's something about it most, man. I'm just, I, I love it. I love the concept. I think they are lacking. And don't get me wrong. Like if we had to pick apart an MMO, I would say narratively, they're not great. Oh yeah, for sure. I had this you know problem. I mean? Yeah. Like, I had this problem with Final Fantasy 14 and which I haven't played, like we've we've talked about it, but I feel like I have yeah. to say that. Like I've never played it. I've heard you talk about it, and I've debated it, but I've never played it. But yeah. So the thing with Final Fantasy fourteen is that you have to go through the main story quests to basically get to end game content, and they mm -hmm. keep coming out with patches periodically, just kind of to fill the space in between the expansions. And like I said earlier, the last one just dropped down pretty recently, and it was a big mm -hmm. patch. That's not, sorry, sorry to interject. That's not what I've been seeing in my email, the Windows edition. That's 15 that's for right. sale now, right? That's the single well, player one? No, um, 12, the Zodiac Age just came out. Sorry, yes, that's the one that's on the, it's 20% off. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the expansion to the MMO. Well, no, 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 no. That is, that's just Final Fantasy 12. Oh, Jesus. That's, that's the PS2 game. That's like the uh, remastered version that they did for PS4. But it's got, you know, all the PC bells and whistles. It's got, like, super yeah. wide monitor support and 60 FPS. Mm. And so, you know, okay. all that nice stuff. It's actually really good. I have it for PS4. It's really good. Yeah. <clears throat> and then Final Fantasy 15 comes out in March. And everybody is complaining because the game has, like, all the special NVIDIA graphics stuff kind of yeah. built so, into it like the hair works so and the grass dope. works and so it's going to look really cool but it's baked into like preset configurations oh, no. so it's Unplayable. like right so it's like you can either do like middle of the road where it has none of them enabled or you can do like potato mode which like, is like nothing but it looks worse or you can do high when witcher 3 came out and hair works broke it right yeah except they're gonna want you to have like four of these things enabled at once on high and i can't even imagine what extreme is going to be you can't even pick a mode that has all of them enabled on the oh. uh on the benchmark because they have the benchmark out right now the benchmark testing tool just to see if yeah, you can yeah. run it you can only pick between like low medium and high and high doesn't even oh, have all of the things enabled. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. But you can't selectively enable these things or disable them. And that's why people so are freaking out just about like, it. You can't just like knock down an anti-aliasing and then still enjoy it. Like it's like right. this is what it is or you don't get right. it. Right. Slow, medium, high. Basically. Ugh. That's yeah. not great. I, I, I don't be, know. Let's be honest. That's a mixed review. That's, that's going to be a mixed review. Yeah. That's <laughs> bad. I mean, I'm hoping it's just this way for the benchmark. And when the actual game comes out, you know, it'll make sense. Mm -hmm. Because, like, Final Fantasy twelve, I think they got that right. I think, from what I understand, the menus and everything, 
that works fine. You can change graphic settings from within the game. It's not like you have to do some config outside the game or mess with text files. You know, it's none of that yeah. stupid BS. Anyway, so freaking Final Fantasy fourteen in the story. Okay. So you have to go through all of the main story quests to get to the end game content. The problem with that is that there are so many quests. I started playing the game as a Lancer, which turns into a Dragoon, and I got to like level 35, so I got halfway through the leveling process. But as far as the main story quest went, I was maybe a like third 10%. of the... Yeah, it, it was astounding how many quests I had to do. And the story was so dry, it was so dull, you know, it, it was just not interesting at all. Yeah. And it was just so slow. And to make things worse, leveling as DPS in that game is just so slow because your dungeon queues are abysmal they're like 45 minute queue times it's crazy yeah like i had to bite the bullet and i had to buy the story skip thing so Mm -hmm. i skipped the base game story and the first expansion story and apparently the first expansion story is actually pretty good and i boosted a healer because i was going to heal for your friends killed. Yeah, my friend. Yeah, or whatever they're called now. No. Yeah, it's um, it's a streamer on Twitch, Brandon. That was a lot I of. Thought fun. you were gonna plug him for a second. I was like, what are we doing? Like an advertiser block <laughs> now? Is he is he paying for this? People, well, people might know who Brandon is, but that's his real oh, name. But, I was just I was just joking. Yeah, but no, he's he's really cool. But that, I will say, even though I had to buy the game. With both the expansions, and it was bundled, but still, you know, I had yeah. to buy all that. Was that 80, 80 bucks? Well, I think, I think it was Sorry, forty. I, only, I think it was I forty with everything. Canadian. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's that's still sixty for me. Yeah, so I'm gonna say forty bucks, and then I want to say, the story boost and the job boost to get it to like level sixty to get mm-hmm. it ready for the latest expansion. I think that was another forty bucks together. So that was so basically the expansion that just came out. You had to boost for that as well. Well, you can do. So I'm trying to remember. I think you could either skip just the Final Fantasy XIV: A Realm Reborn, mm-hmm. just skip that story, or you could skip that plus Heaven's Word, which is the first expansion. Right. Um, okay. Which I did that because I needed to really get you on level. You need to get into yeah. the new content. Yeah. Yeah, so I could get my healer geared up for the raid. So, yeah, that's that's the thing. Uh, I think I agree. I think MMOs generally do story pretty poorly. I mean, I like Final Fantasy XIV's world just because it's Final Fantasy in an MMO. I just like Final Fantasy, you know. Yeah, yeah I just yeah. like the general things that that series has to offer. And I, I like Wild's not, World, it's too. It's not, like, super fantasy. It's yeah. It's still kind of real a bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and Wild's World is really cool. I like the lore behind that. Not that I'm super well-versed in it. But, yeah. I mean, Wild's a fun place to just walk around in. Um, yeah, for sure. Did you ever I play... Think, like, go ahead. Did you ever play um, Age of Conan? No. That game, uh, it's actually still running. But, mm-hmm. um... I remember people leaving wow for it yeah like they when were it, like they were like hell yeah let's this is this. the next thing yeah, yeah that game had a lot of promises isn't it, and can, can i just say one thing real quick isn't <laughs> it funny how 
every MMO now is the next WoW. Do you know what I mean? Well, like, yeah. it's been it's been at the the literal top for like yeah. thirteen years. As soon as it's come out, yeah, it's funny because you know, like nothing's ever going to topple WoW, but at the same time, everything the that comes MMOs, like <laughs> sorry, go ahead. Every every MMO that comes out like tries yeah. to emulate it almost to a T. And that's why it fails. Yeah, that's why they fall it's... apart. And I think that was the thing with Age of Conan, is it was actually trying to be different a little bit. Mm -hmm. Age of Conan had the best starting experience out of any MMO I've played. It was mm -hmm. really good. Uh, it was voice acted. You had like dialogue trees to go through. Um, the world. You, buddy. <laughs> you, wait, did you, you keep going. I'm going to fight you. I'm going to give you my rebuttal, but you keep telling did me. Did you play it? No, but I have a different. I have, but again, I'm going to tell you my experience. Okay. But you go. I bet it's going to be Star Wars, but <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Although I didn't play that either. But it um, is Star Wars. <laughs> I wanted to play that game, but anyway. So yeah, it had a really good starting zone. There was just so much to do, and it. it was so detailed. It was so varied. It told a really good story, and it's unfortunate because. Your goal is to kind of like get off this island. It, it's an island. It's mm -hmm. all set on this island. There's like a town in the center of it that you're kind of like stranded on and captured originally. And you have to get off this island to the mainland. And it's so unfortunate because as soon as you set foot off this island, as soon as you escape, there's almost no more voice acting. Oh, um, no. The world is so open and so boring. There's just hardly so like anything got, to do. They, they got you hooked. Yeah. For the first, like, whatever, however many hours. Yeah. And, and, then, and then they're like, well, you're already in. In for a penny and for a pound, bud. Like, it was so good that I went back and I leveled every single class up just to... Just on the island? Yeah, just on the island. And then I leveled my two favorite classes, like, all the way, you know, yeah. to end game. But, yeah, no other MMO. I mean, you're going to talk about Star Wars. But to me... Yeah. I feel like story is a big thing that MMOs need to work on to keep the people who aren't as interested in raiding because I think that's a big thing. Like, yeah, endgame content is, you know, an important thing. Like, what are you going to do once you hit max level? Welcome and... to why Destiny failed because I would still be playing that game every single night if it wasn't because of the endgame. I couldn't. Yeah, that's a, that's a testament to the um, gameplay is not everything. Yeah, you know, I guess it's true, it's yeah. Like... What makes you keep coming back? It can't just right. be fucking dailies. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's what pushes me away when you tell me I got to come back and every day log on and do these same 10 quests or different. Like, like, I can't. I can't. Like, that's what burns me out of your game. So let's let's talk about Star Wars because I I wanted to play this game. I was interested let's, in it. Let's talk about Guild Wars 2. Oh, Guild Wars 2. That is let's a game I about, played. Let's talk about Guild Wars 2. So I would say that if I had to rank the games 
based on how much I enjoyed them from MMOs between WoW, Guild Wars 2, and Star Wars. I'm not looking at like Arcage because that was like a six month fling with like a person that you never want to talk to again. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, I would still go back and play both Star Wars and like, Anthony, I still have my key fob from Star Wars The Old Republic where like you get the number to lock in the authenticator. Oh, I have a physical one on my desk still. Like, I'm holding it. That's how much I'm still like, <laughs> I don't even know why it's on my desk under my monitor. The game's still installed on my computer, I think. I reinstalled it recently. If I had to pick, I would say WoW is obviously, like, the the best MMO I've ever played. And I think it's because of that that sweet, sweet Blizzard money. You know what I mean? Like, Vanilla and BC, Burning Crusade, paved a space in the world for Blizzard to basically hire 100,000 people to make the best MMO experience you can, whether people agree with it or not, I don't care. I think like you can't, you can't step at them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they got the money. They, they have the resources, like the servers. Yeah. They go down for maintenance, but like, I don't know besides like a launch date when the servers were ever just like shitting the bed. You know what I mean? And when yeah. they did, you got free time. Like they were blizzard was like killing it. Guild Wars two. I went to Guild Wars 2, and honestly, I think as a single-player experience, which is I'm going to mention a lot when I talk about Star Wars, is Guild Wars 2 was a great, great single-player multiplayer experience. I don't know if that makes sense, but I didn't play in a clan or a guild. I played with a couple of my friends, but like, I blew past them. I don't think we played together. Did we play that game together? I think I played with um... Derek, honestly. I don't remember. It's fine. I really don't remember. Um, but like the narrative of it, the concept of it, like I know that some stuff of it was lifted for WoW. Like the world events, when you would go into like the orange circles on the map and like something was going on that you could participate in and get rewards for. Right. That changed MMOs. That changed games. Like WoW has it now. Right. You know what I mean? Like world events, that, that changed the scene from that developer and it was really cool. Final Fantasy I, has it as well. Yeah, it's just like you see a dev do it and you're like, holy shit, this knocked it out of the park. And everyone's like, well, thank you. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, I 100%ed Guild Wars 2. So I did every point of interest, quest, found every location to get the crafting material to make the Twilight Sword. Which, for anyone who doesn't know, it was just this stupid two-handed sword. But when you swang it, when you swang it, I don't know if that's the word, <laughs> swang it? When you swang it. It is now. Um, it, like, painted black. Like. It had, like, um, that Street Fighter 4 ink effect. Yeah. But it was, like, super, super cool. But that game, it killed it for me. Um, I'm just going to post a link here in Discord for you to see. That's what the, <laughs> that's what the sword looked like. Oh, that's, that's uh, a cool sword. Yeah, man, it, I'll show you a, like a, a video of it later. But like when you when you swing it, like it's just like this black paint effect in behind it. And like nothing else had it like it was this legendary sword. But you had to 100 percent the game before any expansions come out. You had to do everything. And I did it. And then I couldn't play any other classes because I've done it all. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's world events, but I've done every quest on every zone and every planet. Like it was just it was just too much. But that game was a great single-player experience. I loved the narrative. I loved the story. The grind didn't feel too bad. 
um star wars <laughs> jesus christ what a great game that was that i feel shut me off wow i feel really bad that i didn't play this game because i love knights of the old republic one and two yeah and it was just that but an mmo there's no other way to say it besides it was just that but an mmo i played um a I, i'm gonna butcher it it was a sith juggernaut no that's i didn't butcher it that's actually what i was it was, it was, it was like the sith equivalent yeah to the guardian yeah yeah, of, yeah 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 and the near like they did story quests the the best like out of the better than anyone else i would say it felt like and I, I i can't even say this properly because i haven't played them but it felt like a mass effect game right same devs i think or well, it was like, bioware they, right yeah yeah um same voice wheel where you could choose options based on how you wanted to play you could go like full dark sith which i did but you could also do like neutral or like light side answers to some questions if you just didn't agree with it um mm -hmm. and it changed the way the story went the companions are really cool crafting was really cool pvp was i've never played anything like hubball before and and i don't know if you know what hubball is <laughs> But it's basically football, but in an MMO. So there's a like a like a football that spawns in the middle of the map, and someone has to grab it and take it to your end zone. And if you kill them, they drop it, and you can like throw it to another player, and they can run it in. It was just, it's stupid. You it know, was so it I've, was so fun though. I feel like you used to describe this to me back when you were playing like I don't know maybe League or something. You, yeah. You've talked to me about this before, and it sounded like a lot of fun. When, when you talk to me about it now, honestly, the thing that it makes me think about is Griffball from, like, Halo. Yeah, it was a lot like Griffball. The nice thing about it was, like, if you knew what you were doing, you could dominate the game. My class as, like, the melee tank, one lightsabered, like a Jedi Knight type yeah. thing. I had two charges so i could like charge onto people which wasn't a charge like wow you did this sweet jedi flip <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> so i could jump onto two people and then i could also jump to a teammate so i'd play with a friend who would be up on the cliff near their end zone and i would just jump to a guy on the team the enemy team jump to another one jump to my teammate fucking run it in get points like it was so good like if you knew what you were doing you were killing it but narrative so good voice acting was uh, i mean it's it's dated now like we could install it and play it but it's dated but like quality it felt so good the loot didn't feel bad i paid for the subscription but like the new free-to-play model is not bad there's just something about it like it's star wars man like it's just one of those games where you're just like it's an mmo oh man i really like mmos it's star wars oh man i'm ready to lose some money that's like, that's the I crazy just... thing though it's like how many ips can they come up with that can just be converted into mmos and it's just gonna attract a bunch of people but my problem for me is that like i've already played so i got introduced into it with well i guess technically it was runescape way back in the day oh, i never did but, that one <laughs> but then I was quickly, you know, shown the light and like, hey, here's WoW, here's something really good. And it's like, oh, You're man. Like, oh, man, sweet, it's a browser game. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> it's like, here's WoW. And then um, Age of Conan came around, and I was like, hey, I really like Conan the Barbarian. I read all of Robert E. Howard's short stories. Like, I think he's just a really cool character to read. So I jumped to that. 
And then Final Fantasy fourteen was getting real big. And I was like, Final Fantasy? I love Final Fantasy. Let's check that out. I don't know why I never actually played The Old Republic. Like, I love Star Wars. I've seen all the movies so many times. I've read a lot of the expanded universe. Are we going to tell uh, people that you bought Battlefront? <laughs> that's, uh, <laughs> Sorry, well, that's maybe, yeah, maybe we'll talk about that either later on or just on another episode, but I will say, but I like <laughs> Star Wars, right? Like it doesn't matter how people receive it. It's Star Wars. Right. I'm in, I'm in 100%. Take my money. I'm throwing my wallet at the monitor right now. Give it to me. I, I you know do. I, mean? I have, I have to justify my Battlefront 2 purchase because, <laughs> because I mentioned it. Well, yeah, but, but it was very much like what you were just saying. Oh, it's Star Wars. Like, I want to throw my money, my, you know, my wallet at the monitor. Just take it. But the thing is, I struggled so much in buying this game just because of the controversy that was leading up to the release. You know, it's like the beta came out and Boba Fett is flying around with 100% damage resistance <laughs> while he's yeah. in jetpack mode. And I'm just like, is this like who who came up with this and thought this was a good idea and then who you know saw that person's idea and was like yeah let's let's go with it like how how does that right. get through you know and then it just gets worse because then they talk but about the currency the and everything hand, and we, we talked about the open beta and the couple hours we played as droids spamming an all chat roger, <laughs> roger, roger roger and you realize that this that the sound design in that game is unprecedented the presentation never, i have never played a oh game that gosh. looks and sounds that good the crazy and, thing was that it also ran really well too i think that yeah, was the oh, amazing it was incredible thing. like I was, I was i was in it i was in the star wars universe it, i played darth maul and like i literally it was just the best it, it felt so good the whole time yeah it's like you dive through someone and then you throw your lightsaber and then you force choke a group of like oh man you know three people and it's just like oh man it feels it, so good it doesn't i mean like you don't want to support a, de a developer that has like this loot box mentality that just like screws people over but you can be darth maul like you're still just like Ugh! like okay fine take take it and i think you did refund it right yeah well here's the thing i i pre-purchased the game because i was like you know i think i want to play it yeah then the controversy was heating up and heating up and there's the ama on reddit and that just went <laughs> yeah. so bad that that was horrible <laughs> they had to they had to archive the posts <laughs> they were downvoted uh, I would have hated to have been a mod that day. Um, but yeah, it, there was that. It, to me, it, I just I felt dirty. I felt dirty putting my money <laughs> into this game. And so I went into, right. I went into uh, customer support and I asked for a refund. And they were just like, you know, why do you want to refund the game? And I was like, you know, I've been looking at the controversy. And I, I mean, just basically what I've been describing right now, I just told them, it's like, I, you know, I don't know if I want to support this game, because I don't know if I agree with, like, the currency, the in-game currency and the progression model and everything. And, and they're like, yeah, okay, that's fine. So then they right, refunded they just, the game. They get it. Yeah. yeah. There's so many people refunding that they're just like, we get it. Right. And and that was really cool. It was actually a pretty painless experience to do that. I was, I was expecting it to be a lot worse. But okay. um, later on, 
they uh by they i mean either ea or dice i, I forget who or disney's who yeah or yeah like, we don't know <laughs> disney disney being like wink wink nudge nudge don't you know ruin like, our movie that's guys, coming out in the month yeah we got tlj coming out don't do this to us please yeah so they they made a post saying like oh they're drastically reducing like the amount of currency heroes were gonna cost or whatever because for some reason you have to unlock luke and darth vader in a star wars game yep but anyways they they made that a lot cheaper and to me that was kind of the the point of like oh i think they might actually try and address this and they might fix it and to me it was a game that i was already on the fence about playing right so since it seemed like they were going to try to fix it i was like well maybe i'll just give it a shot so then i i pre-purchased it again the funny thing is is that i actually got the pre-purchase bonuses twice because oh, of that hell yeah yeah but <laughs> there were just some extra Exploit. yeah there are some extra <laughs> There were some extra crates, so like, and they have the same thing, so I got like duplicate credits like right off the bat, so I just bought a whole bunch of crates after that as well. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, it, it didn't amount to much, I'm sure, but anyways, Obviously. like, but I knew that I wanted to be a part of the game when it first launched, because that would be like the best chance to have a balanced gameplay experience. And, and honestly, with the way it was received and the type of game it is, you want to play when the most people are playing. Like, right. regardless of how people are, but like if you were to come in six months later, you're going to have people with the best cards on the best people, and you're going to get stomped. Yeah, it's... So you want to play at release, right? You know, it, in talking about, like, the balance of the game, it's still... It's not like, oh, if they have better cards, you're just going to get wrecked. Mm -hmm. But the game has other problems that kind of exacerbates that issue. Um, like in Starfighter Assault, the spawning system is really bad so you can yeah. spawn with enemy fighters just flying straight towards you oh, no. and you can't escape your option is to fire back at them and if you try to turn and move like if you try to juke them you know mm -hmm. you're just going to get shot because then you're not shooting at them right so your choice is to shoot back at them and if they have better cards then they win that fight so it right. That yeah, is I heard the cards were bad. more prevalent in Starfighter than they were in like the actual battles. Oh yeah, like, I, I think so for sure. Were so were so much stronger. Right. So it's... like people were grinding that and like as much as they could to get experience. Yeah, I I see people in Starfighter Assault with epicked out ships way more than I do people playing you know troops in a Galactic Assault with epicked out loadouts. Right. You know, it's just not as worth it. It's still right. good, but it's not. It's not nearly as worth it. Which is unfortunate because I like Starfighter Assault a lot. Yeah, I think it's the most fun thing to do in the game. Honestly, one of the things that you didn't get to do is in older uh, Star Wars: The Old Republic, there was like a Starfighter thing in it. It wasn't like really? multiplayer. It was an on rails Starfighter kind of like mini game mission thing that you could like go on your ship like as a bounty hunter. You're on, um, gosh, I should know Slave One. Like, you're on that, yeah. like, Boba Fett ship. And, like, you're just, like, dodging out of missile fire and shooting down TIE fighters and assaulting planets and star bases and stuff. And it was on rails. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, you literally just, like, held left click and, like, dodged shots going, like, barrel rolls left and right. Like, it's like it's Star Fox 64. <laughs> but there's something about Star Wars with laser blaster spaceships where you're just like, hell yeah. 
give give me more you know what i mean like i don't care if you're overpowered i want to hear that that scream of a tie fighter going flying by you know what i mean yeah man there's the... something about that sound where you're just like fuck give me that did we do starfighter assault in the beta was yeah, that yeah, even yeah, a thing yeah, okay yeah, yeah we I did, did. It. i did it a bunch on my own because it was so nostalgic to old public like i yeah. played it once and i was like this is this is i love it except it's multiplayer this is great did you play it in first person at all like cockpit um, view no no i only played it third but i it, think if i would have known oh. there was a first person that would have been incredible it's crazy because it act it changes the sound and everything mm -hmm. it's incredible it's so great it, it makes it harder to play for sure but just hearing the sounds you know as you would being a pilot it, it's really cool mm -hmm. oh i dude i i completely get it. i think i think that's one thing that a lot of people don't think about like if uh if we still think about like mmos sound design in mmo isn't real that's not <laughs> a thing you know what i mean like, yeah it doesn't matter half the time when you're doing like a raid where the sound design would matter you're turning down your settings of like your spell effects and your audio just so that you get the best frame rate to act at your peak performance like right less clutter yeah you know what i mean like less I don't visual and audio a, noise a yeah. bunch of ads where i see 16 blizzards coming down <laughs> and i can't move you know what i mean like you you're you're changing that so like audio <laughs> in in these games destiny and battlefront i would say are the best sounding games i've played in a very very long Destiny, yeah, Destiny 2 was very good. Looks very good as well. That's another game that performs very well. I would say they're on par with each other. Like, I would put them both. I would say Battlefront's better. Like, uh, fidelity-wise, audio-wise, it's better. But I think it's because of the fact that I never played Destiny 1, and I knew the Star Wars sound. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, it's. I think uh, they're close. I think, like, fidelity-wise, they're both up there in the sense that, like, there's not a lot that's like that. That isn't, like... A metro 2066 or whatever or single player experience that you're playing on your own right you're you know not I mean? playing like, witcher 3 at crazy you know, ultra, super sampled wrestling yeah it's yeah 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 it's still just like it's such a great experience and uh, like it's star wars again like i keep saying it and i know it sounds stupid but like it's star wars there's so, childhood and i didn't even watch it in my childhood star wars like i got the vhs when i was a kid i think i was like 10 but like Star Wars was like our parents' movies. You know what I mean? The original trilogy. Then you have like the prequels, which I don't care what anyone thinks if they listen to this. I loved the prequels. Well, it, like, it, it's interesting because I, I feel like the prequels offered really good set pieces, which translates into good gaming, you know, levels or experiences. Yeah, for um, sure. Like, fucking pod racing on the n64 oh, was yeah. one of the best video games i've what a great game that was did the you ever play that game. in the arcade no that was, was a lot of fun guy. i was like an introvert up until i was like in college and then uh -huh. i was and i went i went to college with a bunch of computer programmers and i was like holy shit i'm the most socially adept person yeah besides my buddy jared i guess i gotta <laughs> be the cool kid now but like besides that i was never i was always at my house playing my my n64 or my computer yeah i i think i think like battlefront i think that ip is just money it just prints money it's the same thing like um final fantasy 7 when we, they put out that trailer of the new updated graphics and stuff of final fantasy did you see that oh it was a while ago now well wait wait hold on let let's clarify are you talking about 
the PS3 demo, or are you talking about the FF7 like remake? I think it was the remake I'm talking okay. about. Okay. But like, see, it's it's just like something like that. It, it prints money. Like, right. I, I don't want to go into it, but like, it's it's the IP. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Des- Destiny Two was an IP where they printed money because like it's the next Destiny. Like people were like, "Yeah, please, you can just take it. You can take my money. Here's my credit. It's fine." Like Star Wars Battlefront Two, we've been waiting for a good Battlefront Two. Well, we had a good Battlefront Two. Right. Then, yeah, we had Battlefront Two Classic. Then, yeah. Yeah, and then they're like, "Hey guys, here's new Battlefront Two, and everyone's like, "Thank you. This is what I want." Oh, you botched it with loot boxes, but besides the point like it prints money and i think there's something to be said about like an mmo in that universe is just inherently going to get you no matter how good or bad it is you know what i mean i'm i got hyped for oh god elder scrolls online oh yeah um i played it a little bit i played it in the open beta a lot a lot a lot in the open beta and fidelity great it was just MMO Skyrim, and I was just like, "Fucking yes, let's do. <laughs> let me, let me do this." Like it was so good. Stories were great. Mud crabs, hell yeah, let's murder some mud crabs together. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like these IPs just get people, and I think that like developers don't focus on creating a good story support. Not even support story, because like the IP drives the story. It's like the support system like the end game the content the engagement they just want it to be the next wow and it just it kills me because like some of these ips could last forever do you know what i mean yeah i mean well like final fantasy is going to be around forever star wars the way you know the way they're going with star wars especially after you know the last jedi yeah it's very much it seems like they're making it very broad where you know, anybody can be a Jedi. Like, anybody has the potential right. of, you know, using the Force. It was, so she's, We have the last Jedi. Psych, kids are Jedis. Yeah. Like, he, he, yep. well, I mean, like, they're Force-sensitive. Don't fucking at me, people listen to this. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that kid using the broom. Like, I get it. I Trust me, I get it. But, like, you're, they're just, like, Disney's just opening up the IP to just keep like going at it and i don't mean churning it out like in a negative sense because honestly i feel like every movie so far has been dope um yeah uh, i just think that like you can't just like put yourself in a corner when you buy an ip like star the star wars franchise you know what i mean like from lucasfilm like they bought it they can't just like do a single trilogy with a couple one-offs and be like okay well we killed this now there goes 100 million like they want to get they want to they want to do it and they're doing it well so. Yeah, I mean, and because they're doing like the main, the main saga, and then they have the uh, mm. the spinoffs that they're doing. You know, they got Hell like yeah. Han Solo coming, like Obi Wan's oh, coming at some say, point. Oh man, the internet is so crazy right now <laughs> about a Ewan McGregor <laughs> Obi Wan <laughs> Kenobi. Is he uh, actually I, confirmed? No, no, oh, I think okay. he, I think he tweeted once saying that like he would be on board about it. Like if if they approached him, he would he would definitely be on board but like again the pre if we didn't have the prequels like people hate on it and i i had a conversation at work where everyone was on me about like how i love the prequels and i'm like we wouldn't have han solo dropping from the rap or obi-wan dropping from the raptors going hello there like you know what I mean? 
We wouldn't have him and Grievous in one of the sickest lightsaber battles of all time, or like Darth Maul having with Qui Gon. Right. We wouldn't have Darth Maul, yeah. Like <laughs> full stop. Period. We wouldn't have Darth Maul, but that lightsaber fight is one of the best there's ever been in a lightsaber in a oh, in yeah. Star Wars movie, right? Absolutely, yeah. Um, and just I know I'm going off on tangents here, but that's I, the name. Of the, that's the name of the game, man. Scatterbrain. <laughs> like, let's go. <laughs> um, I watched something recently that um, I, I I'll have to link you the YouTube video for it so you can watch it as well. Um, a guy talked about um, scores, mu movie scores, and I think that ties really well into video game scores. Like, Destiny has some of the best music I've had in a game. Like obviously Battlefront had great music, but it's Star Wars music. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. it's got that like John Williams kind of pull to it. Like you know it when you hear it and you hear those notes, you're like, I'm in. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got it. You know that that's um, interesting because when I when we were playing through Destiny two, like I very much got that Halo vibe of music. Yeah. And I, I don't know if it's like the same composer or anything like that. What who who composed Halo? It's like Marty O'Donnell. So I think that was his name. Yeah. I only played Halos 1 through 3. I hadn't played anything after that. I never had an Xbox until the 360. Yeah, it, it totally had that Halo vibe to it. It had that atmospheric, just that, that cool atmospheric music to it. Yeah, you, it's uh, Martin O'Donnell. You nailed yeah. it. I think I had um, the soundtrack to Halo too. That's why I knew that. Yeah. yeah. But like, there's something to be said about video games with a good score behind it the music you hear it in the background unless like you're one of those weirdos that turns the ambient music off for zones but like i don't <laughs> i like it i like hearing the music like witcher i have that i have it on like i think it's like 40 percent because like i still want to hear the dialogue and other stuff going on but like you want to hear that and there's something to be said about a game that has a good score that ties you to it because like you hear that music like if i were to play the halo theme music to anyone i would say the majority of people would be like yeah that's halo you know what i mean oh like, yeah that sound is halo and like the duel of fates the lightsaber battle with um, yep. qui-gon and you very the, iconic yeah that made star wars you know what i mean and you know what's crazy about that scene that i heard that i read about john what? williams saw the fight and then wrote the music they didn't like have they didn't the choreographic score to yet. the music. No, yeah. they had they didn't have the score yet. So like he just like pulled the shit out of his fucking brain and made like one of the best songs, like movie scores, like ever. Duel of Fates is incredible. Yeah. Yeah. It's like one wing angel. You know what I mean? That, I I was oh like, man, I was thinking dude, I was literally thinking the same thing. I was totally like, thinking it, about it's, that. Yeah. It's just like all of these franchises that are killing it have these so like you if i were to play one wing angel i mean one wing angel compared to duel of fates like it's just because like a lot of people maybe haven't played haven't played final fantasy games like maybe they saw um spirits within or advent children i own advent children on blu-ray i watched it fairly often like more often than some <laughs> of my other movies like i really like it but like that's like that sound is so visceral that song is just it is sephiroth you know what i mean oh well, i will like, say Advent Children has the best one-winged angel theme. Like the yeah, rockin' version is kick-ass. It's so good. It's But like, it's one of those songs where you hear it and you're just like, yes. Like it brings you, it, they, music brings you back to a moment in your life. Like you hear certain songs, they bring you back to certain places and like video game genres and IPs 
some of the music just brings you back to it. And I think like yeah. the Halo sound, One Wing Angel brings you to final like it, like you you see Cloud and Sephiroth, you see Ares, Ares, Aerith like getting shanked <laughs> by a by a seventeen foot sword like. <laughs> yeah, you know and then I mean? you cry. Yeah, um, you know what I mean. But like yeah. it gets you. like I just farmed up great gospel. Why did you die? <laughs> oh, oh no, I didn't take the materia off her. No. no. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, it's. It's all nostalgia. Like it's it's a very emotional thing. And I think that loops back really well to why we always want to play an MMO. Because I think mm -hmm. at at the end of the day, it's just it's an emotional experience. Like there's an emotional attachment to it. Like like how we met over WoW. WoW was how I kinda interacted with most of my friends, like outside of school. Yeah. It was through WoW. Uh Final Fantasy fourteen. That's how I interacted with like my stream friends. Mm -hmm. We get super deep into raiding. So yeah, like you know, we've been talking about how MMOs need to have like a story to kind of keep you along for the ride. They have to have something to do late in the game. But I guess all in all, like they don't really need it all though. Yeah, they don't. They, they don't need every social aspect yeah. to bring you there, right? Ultimately, they. I think what they you know their their goal is to obviously keep you playing to keep yeah. you subscribing and i think to do that like they have to somehow create this like this emotional like link to you like there has to be like a reason for you to be invested in the game whether it's like through the people or through the gameplay like by the by people i mean like the people that you play the game with or that you meet through the game right, um, right. like that the gameplay the ip i don't know for me i feel like at least for Final Fantasy, it's mostly the gameplay and the IP. But yeah. gosh, you know, when Battle for Azeroth comes out, I don't know. If you start playing that, I might have to start playing that too. Because <laughs> that's... I, I'm missing my warrior a lot. So I think I think we, we summed it up really well. Like, MMOs are... I mean, they're never going to go away. Like, oh, I think for it's sure. a genre, like it's a genre that's lasted through 15 years or like there were MMOs before, you know right. what I mean? Like, and they're never going to go away. I think, I think the world is waiting for a, what's it called? Uh, an MMO to kind of come out that's different than WoW. You just need the Pokemon MMO that everybody's yeah. been asking for, for, you know for 10 years or so yeah i think I, I think like the world is just waiting for something new but until then we're fine with what we have like new ones are going to come and go they're going to get their money maybe they won't but like i think mmos are, are are great and i'm i'm always going to be hooked on them i can't say no to them it's just one of those like thanks it's mine i i love them <laughs> i love them to death they're a lot of fun yeah, man.